Hello. Hello, everybody. We should be live. We should be here. Uh, all in for the episode 27 of the Dragon Ball Legends podcast, of course. Just doing a quick audio check. Let me know if you can hear me, as well as everybody else in the chat. Um, we'll go ahead and give Palm the floor. Before we start, Jen, thank you for all the gifted subs, dog. We are uh, MVP. But yeah, Professor, take the floor. I mean, uh, Palm, take the floor. I am uh, Palm Fesser Sensei, FPS. Uh, <laughs> welcome, everybody, to Dragon Ball Legends Podcast 2717 and a Dream here on 5.9 Gaming. So uh, before we start, as always, make sure to check us out on all our social media presences, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, Facebook, Reddit. Probably have a LinkedIn at some point. I don't know. Um, do your thing. And uh, yeah, today's week was a little bit dry, but uh, we have some topics that we want to speculate on with you. So we're going to talk about, obviously, Zenkai Super 17. We're going to be talking a little bit about what we are expecting from the new game mode. They already announced some QOLs or quality of life features on Twitter, so we want to just talk about that, uh, about those. Obviously, we know tomorrow is video and stuff, so let's see what that has in store. Think about what the next month LF could be, and uh, yeah, speculate some more. Today, I am joined by Tom. What's up? We got Bradical in the house. What up? You already heard Nas Dorachi. Yep, so I'll, I'll, I'll spend my good uh, hello saying, just remember chat, everyone, we will be live tomorrow reacting to the video and stuff. Uh, starts at 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. We're starting half an hour early. So be sure to uh, come park your butts here tomorrow morning because we're going to be going over all the new fun stuff. You heard the man. And we have Palm, I mean Prof. Oh, hey, hey, Palm. <laughs> I'm Prof. <laughs> hey, Prof, I'm Palm. Uh, hey, where are you? I'm Palm. How are you? Hello, hello. And we are joined by the boy Swift. Hey, hey. And uh, with that said, we are going to start off with the obvious one topic, the one thing that happened in this game since last week, and that is Super 17. Tom, I've seen you put out a super early showcase, so that means you enjoyed him? Yes. So far, like I've tested him on different teams. Androids, um, red, red, greens. He's amazing for me. Like, he does so much, he does damage, he does defense. Like, he's the perfect unit for me. Did you did you guys Senka him? Yeah, we. Uh, it's great that we're covering this thing first, because we were just discussing uh, prior to beginning the podcast about, you know, because I had the fortune of facing Tom's wonderful green, green, red, android, horrifying team setup, and this 17... Honestly, if it if a unit is gonna force you to play a little bit differently, um, if it's gonna pressure you and make you more cautious, then that's a very very good unit. And when we were facing off 17, um, I was too afraid to use blast cards. I, certainly, blue cards weren't possible either because I was running with Shallot and I wanted to throw Goku Black's blue card on him. And the whole time I'm thinking, when 17 gonna show up? How am I gonna deal with 17? So a unit that has that much presence, that much pressure on you. He's, he's honestly great. Uh, this guy is a great start to GT getting buffed up. I mean, so oppressive, so tanky, very, very annoying. He was, he's definitely a huge first start for GT. He's he's big asset for them. Unfortunately for Androids as well, but I mean, for GT, this is a very good start. Something that is like low-key sleeper really good about him is he's like... One of the only characters besides Bojack who can cover save in front of most blue cards. Obviously, it doesn't work against melee supers, but if it's any type of beam or energy super, 
very unique and powerful. That he can just be like, oh, you're shooting a Kamehameha? Let me uh, drink that right up. Here I am. It's really good. Yeah, and uh, in contrast to Bojack, he actually takes some health for that back too and gets some key, right? And destroys one of your yeah. cards. Super annoying. <laughs> Dude, yeah, the more I play yeah. this guy, the more I my opinion on him just gets better and better. Like, he, he is actually very good. Yeah, he's, he's giving me the same kind of vibes that Broly has. Like, he's, he's so well-rounded. He has his niche. And the dude can take a hit. I, I've been running my Purple Gohan lately because I've been running the Super Saiyan 3 and Super 17 all the time. And it almost doesn't matter versus this guy. Like, you just kind of have to have a slugfest to take him out or rush him. Yeah. yeah, they stacked him with really high, and by that I mean almost 200k to both defenses, and they gave him 2.76 million health on top of that as like a baseline. So he's a, he's a, he's a, a thick boy, I'll say that. Yeah, that is true. Like I played him um, for a video that we, uh, we're going to see in a second here on the B-roll. I played him with like the Immortal Androids team. I used only HP bench buffers, and him and uh, 16, I think they both had about 4 million HP. They just, they just don't die. <laughs> I just, you know, somebody on stream was like, just put all bench buffers on, see what happens. And uh, yeah, you know, you just play those two greens with 18. You have two tanks and you have a damage dealer that doesn't care about reds. Save for maybe Gohan when she's getting hit. And yeah, that's, that's just insane. And the, what's the so fire? nasty about that team is uh, having 18 on there, it really scares the enemy into not bringing a purple unit. And it's actually crazy because you think you kind of need a purple unit. So yeah, it, that is a nasty team. The, 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 the crazy part is also how this thing works so well with Red Cell 2, who is quite literally the dude you want to take the Rising Rush. So no matter, not only are they super tanky, they deal stupid amounts of damage, but on a technical level, they're, it just feels like they're above the other teams too. Cause like, oh, what's that? You got to rush your, your ace in the pocket. It, it doesn't matter. Red Cell's just going to eat it up, and then it's back to you, just another 3v3. But by the time, you know, you've taken care of Cell's first life, I mean, it's already stacked against you. It's just such a steep hill to climb, because they're all so tanky, so strong, so annoying. The Androids team, just ridiculous, honestly. Red Cell, 18, uh, Zenkai 7, 16, Super 17, Blue 21, oof. It's, yeah. uh, big yikes. So do you all think that uh, he replaces Green 21 on the Androids team? I think for what he brings to the table, he he might. Like I I I love her IT cover and I love her flash, and th those are the two things that get me coming back to 21. But his generic bulk lets you make mistakes, and uh, the, we'd yeah. all be kidding ourselves if we didn't think we made those, right? And so I I kind of like him more than Green 21 at the moment. I think there's room I'd... for. I just think there's room for both of them, real quick. Like you know, you have the females Android sub build, or you could go with. You know, it's better to have options than to not have them, I guess. Right? Well, she can still be on the bench. Like she has an amazing Z ability. And if they don't have a viable purple unit, you can go crazy with triple green, if you want. Would you want oh, triple. Yeah, I was about to say. Would you? Would you run triple green or just bench sixteen instead at that point? I would probably yeah, I mean... run both units. Yeah, I mean, 16 is definitely a must if you're playing Super 17, you know, just because of the Zenkai buffs. And yeah. uh, absolutely honest, like, late game, that Super 17 is such a beast. I too, I too blast carded a transformed green uh, Rosé. Yeah, two blast cards. I don't remember the stars he had, and obviously mine was 14, but still two cards is pretty crazy. 
Yeah, and the, he starts out slow, he starts out slow. In the beginning he doesn't do the best damage, but if you get all his uniques done, like uh, battle member dead, um, a green card, his main, he absolutely shreds the opponents. Yeah, and then don't forget he uh, he brings back that super annoying uh, ultimate, right? I mean, he always yeah. had it, but now that he's viable, you're going to see that more often again. Yeah, not only that, analysis. but the most important thing that people forget about him is you want to swap him in to get the last hit on whoever you're killing. And if you can do that twice, you just get like an extra free 40% permanent damage, right? It's 20, 20 time accounts, I think. No, oh. I think it's a permanent 20% extra damage. Yeah, if he's the one who kills somebody, he'll get yeah, a permanent... Yeah, pretty point. sure it's permanent. Yeah. No, I have it open, but I think it's every time you switch in, you have it for 20 time accounts. Oh, look at the other pass killing. No, no, there's an additional pass. No, 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 no he has someone for killing. Look at, yeah. uh, look at the second part of the um, unsettling smirk, I think it is. No, it's the second part of the Dr. Muse absorption. Glowing energy, the final line of text says 20% of damage inflicted every time this character defeats an enemy cannot be canceled. Uh, oh yeah, go. growing energy. Okay, it's the first pass. There, there we go. go. Yes. Um, yeah, but yeah, no. It's good. the same kind of thing that Yellow Goku Black has. What a Except nightmare. Did they make that? They made that permanent with the Zenkai, right? No, he already had it before, and that's like where oh, all okay. his damage came from. Like, back before he was Zenkai. Which is why it was so right. tricky to use him, because a lot of times you didn't get the kill with him. Because he didn't do any damage, right? So it was just hard to do. But yeah. now I it's a lot easier now. Okay. Well, yep. his his little heal too. Like, I, I feel like that gets understated too. The, he activates three times to heal ten percent. So if he if he goes in on a big hit three times, he's going to heal thirty percent HP. Or if he's already taken damage, he's going to keep healing. So I I don't know. I'm I'm really really happy with this unit and how they came out with him. I feel like he's he's right on the edge of being broken, but he's not. So I a... wish, uh, I wish, if they're gonna take the liberty of starting to buff GT, I wish they started with Super Saiyan 4 Vegeta, as opposed to 17, because most people are, you know, that meme where it's like, you know, forget who's holding your hand, you're looking back to what's more interesting. Yeah. There, people are looking to androids and not GT, so I feel like androids yeah. don't need any more help. It would have been way better if it was Vegeta, because Sans with a new red. Vegeta family needs some Zenkais. Like I think it would have been way better if they started there, but now we're back to this. I I so many androids. Now that you say that, I actually really agree with that. Um, because obviously p purple Super Saiyan four Goku Sun family probably doesn't need it, but yeah, Vegeta family could have used that, so that would have been nice. Yeah. Vegeta Family GT would have been a nice little and a little bit more pressure on androids because 18 feels a little uncontested and I know that there's Super Saiyan 2 Gohan but I mean like for teams like Godki that don't have a prominent red I, I don't yeah. know introduce more reds to put more pressure on the androids team because right now they're just they're just beating everyone with a bat not worried about anything <laughs> yeah that's a huge one too with 18 So, so straight up defensively, I don't, I don't have him Zenkai now. Sorry, there's okay. a plane flying over at the moment. Um, would you say that he's better straight up defensively? No other thing about him than 16? Because I don't, I haven't used him at all. Uh, well, well it's, uh, he doesn't take the damage as well. But his thing is, he can, he can ignore all that with his green cuts. He can just heal back up again. And the unique where he gains 10% per each hit, like he's super tanky. And gets HP back without being in cover cut. 
I would put him above 16. I, I, I didn't even look at him. Because I, yeah. I, I kind of just like blew him off. I was like, whatever, I don't really care. But he does look pretty tantalizing when I actually look at his stuff. <laughs> After well, I mean, I'm kind of like... He's got the black yeah, I could, just, I could spend 40 bucks real quick, you know. <laughs> I would, yeah, I would say he's... He's going to probably do more damage faster than 16. Because 16 doesn't really start doing any damage until he gets hit a bunch of times. So it starts stacking yeah. up his buffs. And he's gonna have more nuance to his kit, right? Like, ooh, paralyze and suck up the energy attacks. So he has right. more like tactical options, and he has, you know, a little bit better sustain in combat, and makes damage a little bit better. But overall, it's probably less of a brick wall than 16. Something I'm watching your footage, Palm, and this is something I've always had a question about. Because you know, when you when you cover save with 16, he's supposed to get 50% of the health back. If you yeah. immediately swap out before you let the combo end and reset, does he not get that? I think he should. I was just like watching your health bar earlier when you swapped, and I couldn't tell if you actually got any health back when you when you immediately swapped him out, like still in the middle of a combo. <clears throat> so that's a speculation because I also never look at that, but I think that he should. He should get it. Uh, yeah, I think he back. should. They're saying you don't get the HP. Yeah, uh, I, I was curious. I don't know the unit, so I wasn't able to comment. But I know there's units like Yellow Gohan and stuff that, like, the the end thing says, like, when the opponent's combo is over. And if you swap units, that combo never ended technically on that unit. It ends on the next unit. Hmm. Um, so I wouldn't expect him to get the HP back. Yeah, I was watching. Uh, Chewie's saying man. he does, and he actually plays the unit. So I, I don't know. I, 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 I wouldn't be able to say either way. Rough to say. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I also I really enjoyed him, and I've seen people play him in Super Toxic with uh, Hercule and Android 18. So good. Oh God! I remember I played it on stream, and we made a bet uh, prediction how many good parties I would get in the next six matches. I was surprised I got none. I was like, what the hell is, is wrong with people? <laughs> okay. Why are you so? They used to it. They used to it. I, I, I know why, yeah, Pom. It's, like, it's because you didn't. It should be. Blue Hercule, the Thousand Day Bulma, and then Super Seventeen, and there, there would have been your good party team. Yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> it's just like, why are you guys so wholesome today? <laughs> People in chat didn't like it so much. Uh, they wanted the good parties for me, obviously. But yeah, I still, I really enjoy this unit. Um, and as you said, Nas, he's very, um, you know, he doesn't have that straightforward kit. Like, for example, the difference between Kid Buu and Android Twenty One for me is, you know, Kid Buu does different stuff. Even if 21 might be a better support, but you know, you have that green card with Kid Buu and here's the same. You have a, have a specific, the special green card. You have the cover change, you have the defensiveness and the late game ability to just stack damage. And this makes, makes him so much fun to play in my opinion. And I'm not even top rank right now. I don't know how it is up there. I don't know, Prof, Tom, you, do you see them up there at Constantly. all? Constantly. Yeah? Well, uh, Prof and I fought yesterday, right? I, I see Tom's, but I, I tell you, Super 7, I, I run a, a blue, blue, purple, Broly team, right? That's really fun. And Super 17 is the reason why I don't want to run that right now, because you're going to find, you know, a wall of green plus 18. I'm like, great, wonderful. Broly can crit the, the brick wall now. Like, it, and it's frankly, Broly can still do it, and he has on a couple occasions, but I'm I'm having to run, a you know, my, my hybrids now just to deal with this dude, like... It, the Android team is insane at the moment, um, and I, I think this was just the, the unit to tip him over, if you would. Yeah, you could yeah. tell by his Zenkai ability that they wanted to push him towards GT, 
But this is that design limitation that Gresh was talking about, right? It's just like, well, the GT team isn't really there, so why not just use him on Androids where he's really good already? And it's just like, yep. oh. Honestly, that, that that I think that's more telling of how the choice was not the right one. Like, if their thought process is Androids is going to be more favorable despite him being a GT character because they know Androids is better, that should tell them, like, okay, then that means we have to look elsewhere for buffing up GT. It wouldn't make any sense to give it well, to uh, I, I tell 17. you what, guys. I'm almost certain the reason why it's green GT and not green androids is because you would have green 21 and 16 truly unstoppable at this point. Yeah. Right now, he's receiving the buffs, but he's only giving his typical Z ability. Like, if he's already this good on androids and they gave him the, uh, the, the android green Z ability, it would just be that much harder to take these guys out. It's like the same reason, like, you know, Red Gohan. Well, I guess there are a few Red Sun family, but he he's kind of selfish on my team because he does, you know, Red Sun family only for his Zenkai ability. But I got the Red uh, Trunks, similar situation buffing him. So, I don't know. I, I feel like that was very much on purpose because Androids would be too powerful. Yeah, I was like, they tried, but GT's still not enticing enough to want to make people run him where they intended to run him. They're just throwing him on Well, Android. no, I don't think he was ever intended to run on GT. I think this is an eternal buff. Same thing with, like, Android 21 and how the fact that her Zenkai ability has her buffing yellow androids, right? What what yellow android is there, right? This is, this is an eternal sound. limitation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and her main Z ability is actually for females. So even if you do try to utilize that on cell, it's kind of productive. You're, you're, you have to be rolling for some kind of YYB setup if you're trying to get maximum utilization out of your Z abilities. So she, she's not even going to be optimal, you know, in, in a good amount of time just because they, they did mismatched it. And I believe 17 was in the same favor is that they know he's going to be too good if the GT team comes together and everything just flows into that. I think I think Androids is is already in a really good spot. This kind of solidifies them as a top tier team. Um, well, obviously, they've been that way, but I mean, like above and beyond where kind of Sans and Sun family have been sitting for a long time. Like he, he's not that crazy to where I'm just crying. I think you know Super Saiyan three Goku Zenkai is far superior. Yes, but I agree. <laughs> it, it, we're not we're not worried about that. So I no, think the main thing should be you should all be fearful. <laughs> <laughs> Bow down to the to the one god. No, but when we're talking about the LF SSJ three, um, that's a question to Rayudan. Then, how do you compare the defenses of both units? Like I've seen, they have pretty similar stats. Where do you um, see I the advantage? Off, Which unit? I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'm. Does seventeen have a sustained damage cut passive? Yes. I know. Uh, yes. How much is 30%. it? Thirty percent. And it's permanent, right? Wait, let me check. It's 15 timer counts account. when you enter the battlefield. Okay, then I guess if you... It's tricky, just because for Super Saiyan 3 it's 20%, but it's ongoing. It doesn't go away. Um, but I think on a defensive front, 17 probably takes that. He just has more more tools. At, actually, no. No, Super Saiyan 3 takes his green cards better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I gotta say Super Saiyan 3 It's way harder for me to pop than uh, Super 17. And then you can couple that with the new uh, yellow Vegeta and all the other defensive abilities that Saiyans have. He's, yeah. He is. And his, his items and everything, you cannot kill that man if he's actually stacked up. Well, when we're talking about the items, did you know, like, the 17 has access to raw strike defense and blast defense? Like, if mm. you get that item to max, you're not going to kill him. Which Are one you is talking it? about that one Android's equipment? I think I know what you're talking about. Hold on. What's it yeah, called? there's two. There's um, two. 
he gets like insane amounts of HP and up to I think six percent blast defense, raw and strike Is this defense. The awakened one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this it's should be fine. There's one blast called. Defense, there's one called HP. I will crush you. And you get up to you get up to six percent to strike attack per android uh, battle member. No, not that's strike not attack. No, that's not Defense. what we want. Yeah, I, I, oh, I know you can sag his HP because he's got that Doctor Jarrow item too, right? Um, yeah, that's what I mean. This this one is for blast attack. It goes up to six percent and crazy amounts of HP as well. No, I can see that. You know, my main thing with the Super Saiyan three Goku is when I run into it, he's always coupled with that yellow Vegeta. I sometimes when he's on Sun Family, it's way easier for me to kill him. When he's on the pure Saiyan team and they're stacked with the uh, HP bench and the yellow Vegeta. I, I don't know, and, but it's it's very possible that I just haven't found an optimized 17 on the ladder yet. And obviously, I don't run the unit, so I can't speak from experience. Oh, I can uh. speak from experience. Someone definitely optimized Super 17. Let's, let's just say it's not <laughs> it's not a lot of fun to face. <laughs> Would you say that guy's name is Tom Zor? I don't know. I saw a Zor in there. There's a Tom Palm. I don't know. It's some something like that. All I know is he he came up with a very very interesting setup that's uh, quite a bit painful, and I really hope no one gets inspiration from it. So I recommend that to just don't do it. What anymore. did uh, when you fought him? Did you send him a message or anything? Or <laughs> oh yeah, I had to I had to what absolutely applaud the incredible big brain play that he set up there. Which by the way was genuine. I'm not trying to flame anyone. So I like it was good like, game this is or what good skill. I, I think it was a combination <laughs> of Tom, please don't send this again. And I think it was like there was a face. I don't know something like that. <laughs> <laughs> there is a message and a face and one of the a green square it's one of those I don't know look if it makes you Too feel any better right? I've sent Goresh a good party before when he because he always changed his name I didn't even know I was fighting him when I was just like who's this person trying to troll me with thousand day Bulma like good party Dude, that's like half the fun when you find the YouTuber guild on ladders. Who am I fighting today? Yeah, that's I don't even really pay attention to it or look at it I just look at their team pick my team and then I'm on my way. I guess I should look well, at that more often. I've never seen a 14-star Gogeta blue on ladder, so I knew I found Goresh yesterday. <laughs> Man. I don't know. I don't really take or, like, I, well, I don't know. If people send me the salty messages, I laugh about it. I don't really see the salt in it, so I kind of do the same. But I don't know if people take it more seriously, then I apologize if I've ever sent you a good party. Uh, for me, I just disabled the feature that, you know, the, the fact that it shows up after the match. I can look at it if I go to the battle history, but I just disabled the fact that it pops up from on the top. I didn't even know you could disable it. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. My, my favorite, my favorite ones are when you and you and whoever you're facing, you're like, you think you have like a gentleman's agreement because you're like a hundred timer counts in, thinking, oh, I guess he wants to be cool. We're you know, pretty neck and neck. He just doesn't want to go for any rushes. And That's cool. Rush I'll follow suit. And then at the end, they use it, and then they send you a uh, draw your tears. You're like. Man, we had I thought we had a gentleman's agreement. What do you mean dry my tears? I'm disappointed. How could you? I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. Okay, mom. It's no big it's no big deal, but those are my favorite ones. Because I'm like what there's no way you said this with a smile on your face. You're thinking to yourself, oh this is kinda of, I shouldn't do this, but I wanna feel like I won. So I will send it. They should add a Chi Chi PvP message that just says I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. <laughs> Yeah, Chi-Chi giving somebody a, like, slapping Goku or something. Yeah, she can have, like, the wooden spoon or the spatula in her hand and look at you all condescending-like. That would actually be a really good toxic message. <laughs> That's true. 
<laughs> and that's honestly the main reason why, like, I see, like, I prefer playing No Rising Rush, but I only do it with people that I've previously agreed with because, like, I've been that I've been down that road so many times where it's like, oh, this guy's not gonna Rising Rush, and then as soon as I start winning, boom, he Rising Rushes. So it's like, it's just hard to trust people, honestly. Yeah, a lot of times, I'm of the path, a more passive playstyle anyway, where I'll save my rush for later on in the game where it's more decisive as opposed to like yeah. going for the two rush so sometimes i'll just wait if like the match is really good it's really close sometimes i'll just wait until they rising rush before i do and like all right they did it yeah. i don't feel bad about doing it yeah. makes sense i mean more often than not i'm also just coming uh coming back you know if the other person rushes early but then you just want to pick your rush target more carefully and not just get one vanish out Especially if they have like a pivot unit, like I don't know, let's say Father Son coming on me, I'll go on, you wanna rush him. So yeah, maybe you'll just wait a little bit and uh, rush that person. Yeah. Just rush everyone and everything. <laughs> yeah. I I the Five thing times. is is sometimes sometimes I find people of like you know, friends guilds, I'm like I don't I don't know. How do I feel about this? And then they hit you first, you're like, oh okay, it seems you settled it. I don't have to worry about it anymore. Let's go. <laughs> Bam. Rising rush immediately flying Yeah. I mean, I don't know about other people, but I definitely go into this game with the mindset that it wasn't designed to be super fair, right? So you just kinda I don't know, there's no reason to get super salty over it. Yeah, but you just never with know. That said, like, I, I agree, you don't, don't want to stomp. You just don't want to stomp on anyone's toes because it's like, do I know you? I, I don't want to. I don't know. Maybe you're thinking. You know what I mean? It would be easier if there was just a flag. Just, just well, make a small see. flag that lets you know, like a community-wide knowledge. Like if in your in your name you put, you know, N R there. Bro, you they already do, and it's a lie. And they'll keep putting NR in their name. And you're like, oh, no rising rush. Then do 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 right at 169 yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I, the second I was saying it, I was like, ah, oh, it's not going to work. They already do this crap. I, it I think we are, uh, slightly getting off topic here. Off so. topic a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. I think uh, uh -huh. we, have, we, have some, we have some speculating to do, gentlemen. And I will hand it over to Ayudin to start speculating. What are you expecting from the new game mode? And uh, yeah, what do we know? All right, yeah. So stepping away from PvP and all the craziness, we got we got a new PVE mode coming. A lot of us saw a little bit of details here and there about it. And we, from what we know, it sounds like a what was it? What was it called? It was an auto chest, right? I think it was something like that. It's, That's what was the name for it. It's, yeah, it's like you set your units on the board and then it plays it out for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I. So I mean. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I just said my original tweet when I was teasing it about I was like Dragon Ball Legends auto chest, yay. It is very similar to that. If you ask me, though, I just I like how they went about it because they knew that at the game's core and the way that it is played, they knew that they couldn't change that too much, and they tried it with you know co-op. And for us, we, obviously that wasn't too enjoyable. If anything, it felt a little bit clunky. So they they took it at a different approach. It's like all right, we're gonna make the playing a level above it, and then the game will handle that core part, so you don't have to feel like you're playing it the same way. And I like the idea. Um, I like, it just feels like a more slower pace, less chaotic, less toxic PvE mode that you guys can play, something simple that you could enjoy. Um, the only thing that does kind of stink is we all noted that there is a different energy bar system for this game mode, and there probably isn't a way to refresh it, because I didn't see a plus near it or anything like that, so... 
I guess it tells you that they plan on having you guys, you know, strategy, spend most of your time strategizing and not just, you know, ripping right through the entire event. And we also know that there are seasons to it too. So my hope is that that's not, I don't want it to just be, a, a, you know, PVP with a few extra steps. I don't want it to be that, you know, oh, there's a ladder, there's competitiveness. Like we're not fighting each other, but I'm fighting the AI, then my score is fighting your score kind of thing. We don't know too much so far. But to me, it has promise. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else feels yeah, the same. They've my, already my also been pretty open, just saying that this is a test. They're going to gather data and make a, a necessary changes. So it's, I feel like it's going to be pretty fluid in terms of its initial rollout. My now, they biggest... did mention some type of leaderboard, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, my okay. biggest concern with this is that they, they got a, a leaderboard. The game plays itself, right? So your raw stats mean more than anything now, right? Because yeah. you... Maybe. Right, you can outplay your opponent with a, a team you enjoy. Now, the better team's going to win. We don't even know like if or how like red stars and dupes factor in. Like, looking at the screen, it says like position your character strategically. So it seems like if you discover the holy grail of a team build and how to align them on this nine square grid. Mm -hmm. Maybe. But that's just it. A meta will form inevitably. It's going to happen. Somebody's going to figure out these units together, form this combination, and it's going to win. And that's going to be the team that you're going to summon for. And units are going to start coming out that are going to be designed for this game mode. Um, they're they're going. We're going to have to discuss whether or not they're going to be applicable to this game mode or PvP or which where their more value is going to lie. Right. And my concern is that we're going to get shoot into a meta very quickly. And you know how we're saying, you know, androids, you see androids everywhere. Well, what if it really was the definitively the best team? And that's all you see is this season, you got to summon for this android because it's key for this unit and the auto chest goes, right? And that that's my biggest concern with this unit or this, this mode. Yeah, I don't think we have a lot of auto chess games out there, but I don't think any of them have been like foundationally based up on a gotcha game. So this could be like very new and different. Um, the thing is, is though, uh, I don't, I don't think they would do something like that. You know, it could be like Yu-Gi-Oh in that the meta, there's also like a set of rules. Maybe for all we know that they're going to set it up so that certain characters are just better. You know how we get boost modes in PVP? It's like, oh, if you use these characters, you get one extra adventure or whatever. No one cares about that. But for this PVE mode, what if they say, hey, if you use Shallot and, you know, Kefla and Bergamo and red goku then those units for this season do 200 percent more damage or whatever i know it's gonna stink because uh you know what if you don't have them but what if they make it just really really common characters so in that way people don't have to feel like they're they're left out i think they're gonna cycle around which ones would work better with the mode just to spice things up well they have the the bosses right and so that's a way of them instead of having boost characters they change the boss and change the layout that you're fighting through. So obviously your combination would change. You don't really have to have boost characters because you said some people might not have them. You you might only play <clears throat> girls and rival universe, so you might not have summoned for Saiyans or anything like that, right? And so it, it I think it's essential that they 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 stay away from boost characters. At, at least if they at least like a you know an event character. And they want to make that character more potent for the run, or shallot or something. Then I'm okay with that. But if if the latest uh, units drop, the new banner comes out, and just like with co-op and everything else, those are the units that get boosted to like the extremity. Because right now, 
the LF units get like 100%, 200% damage increase, Dragon Ball gain, and like everything under the sun. And then the old generation units get like 50% damage increase, right? And that's how co-op and raid has been for a while. And if they do that for this, then I'm, I'm, I'm fearful that, you know, they're going to want you to run Kid Buu and Rosé on your team with Broly. And that's going to be the optimal setup because of powerful opponent season or whatever. Doesn't even like, really look like you're going to be playing against the ghost teams of other players. It just looks like you're fighting the AI and you're only battling versus other players in the leaderboard spots. I believe that's that how it is. what you're doing. It'd be kind of cool if you could play other actual human players like ghost pre-made teams and this I mean, as like well. the Dokken yeah. tournament? What's, yeah, what's to yeah, stop yeah, someone from just making a paralysis team for all we know just to, just well, to we smite people? I mean, I... The only response I have to that is I don't even know if the current buffs and abilities of the characters will even carry over into this mode. Like, what is yeah, so, it says something like chain abilities together, but like, what does that really mean? Like, when you really think about that, what does that mean when you when you're chaining these units' abilities abilities together? Like, oh, so I'm the, just interested to see how that works. The way well, I see this playing out in my head, right, is kind of like what Ryden said about it being kind of like auto chess, but at the same time, it being kind of like Final Fantasy also. So battles use an automatic turn-based system, and in this picture they have like Shallot and Frieza in the front row. So I would see that if like, if I think Final Fantasy or something like that, those are the warriors in the front row. Then you have like support or healing in the mid row, and then the back row, you'd have like your long range or whatever damage dealers. So like, like say Shallot comes out and he just like does a punch move and then his turn is over and it moves to the second character and you have like Super 17 come out and he paralyzes somebody. So does that mean that like it's like Final Fantasy where on your next turn it's just like Ooh, paralyzed and then you, it skips your turn or something? Like I haven't, we don't really have any idea Honestly, how this works at all. If it played <laughs> yeah. like Chrono Trigger, I would be so happy. I would I would be down for that. It's like yes, please, I'll take that. Fire Emblem, Chrono Trigger, like those turn based, I'll take it. Yeah, and then, like, you can... Well, Chrono Trigger is extremely nuanced where you could, like, get the two characters to team up to do, like, special animation attacks and stuff. That would be dope. It would be. But even Well, they talked about having that in co-op, and maybe in co-op it's not feasible to have combination attacks like that. But in a game like this, it would be feasible. Especially if it's it's technically solo. You're not worried about your opponent loading any assets or anything like that. You, you could have fusion units and all sorts of crazy nonsense start taking place. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with that statement at all. It, it, it definitely has more room for them making animations look better because it's turn-based, like you said. They, they could pull off something that's like, I don't want to say like Knights of the Round for Final Fantasy VII because that's just too long, but they could do like an animation more thematically like that if it's just for like a Final Fantasy-esque, like... Bro, night. You pull out the one summon out of all Final Fantasy. You pull out Knights of the Round. It's like eight minutes long. I know. That's why. I was like, <laughs> they could do stuff a little more like that, but probably that's like the too much of the extreme example. We're not going to see anything that's that long, right? I hope not. But maybe they could finally introduce like Palm was just or a uh, professor. I've done that twice now. A professor was just <laughs> saying um, how like you have two characters come together. Maybe we could finally get like the spiraling camera angle, Goku and Vegeta Kamehameha Gallic gun, like attack where they actually do that like together, you know, maybe they can animate that for this move or something. That's actually a really good point. When you think about it, the, like the possibilities are endless, what they can do with this, like animation wise, like they could really, they could really go deep into it if they wanted to. 
Yeah, so they've only scratched the surface in terms of sharing details, but I'm going to be honest with you guys, I'm, I'm optimistic for it. I'm naturally optimistic, but I mean, just for a new way to play the game, yep. I'm, I'm all for yeah, it. That's, I, I was, I've been begging them on Twitter, like, you have all these core foundations in here, just give me a new way to play. Like, for the longest time, I was begging them, like, publicly on Twitter, like, give us, like, a Hearthstone mode, or give us, like, a mode like the Kakarot card battler in the game. Give us... Just any other way to use these beautiful mobile assets that you developed to play differently, besides the same old laggy PvP slog. Like, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I like playing fighters too, but when I play fighters, I usually like play a lot for like a month or two, get really into it, and then I take a break for a few weeks or a few months, and then I come back. But that's not really as uh, conducive to a being a YouTuber or b like a mobile game where you're, they want you to play it every day, right? So. Yeah. So, uh, to Tom, I have a question for you. As as somebody who grinds PvP pretty much all the time, what would this mode have to have to make you invest some of the time you usually grind into that? Um, if there's no Isaac Rush, I'm a grinder then. <laughs> well, I mean, the energy system is separate. I'm really hoping this energy system... I, I don't know if you guys have played Fire Emblem Heroes, but they've got like their arena mode, right? And every day it refreshes those the, the arena energy and you don't get it back on a timer. You're not worried about logging in every three hours to make sure you clear out your energy. You have your daily energy you can use. And I'm really hoping since, as you, uh, I think it's Ryudin that said it, that it looks like they're wanting you to strategize and think about what you're doing in this mode more than usual, right? And especially since you, there's no way for you to pay to get your energy back, that I I, I think that it's, it's gonna be high investment. You're gonna spend maybe, you know, 15, 20 minutes of a day setting it up. And I, I hope that's how it is. It, it, it's it's not some co-op slog where you're just slapping the cards. Like you're actually going to sit down and think and be rewarded at the end of the road. Yeah, um, I both agree with you and also want that because, like, from the wording here, it's like there's seasons, there's ranking, there's a leaderboard, but there's that energy system, right? So maybe the leaderboards will actually be more determined based off how well you perform over the limited amount of runs you get compared to our PvP that we have now, which, yes, skill does play a factor in the leaderboards as it is right now, but we all know that being in Japan and also having just more time to just grind the game out are both huge advantages to getting you yeah. higher on the leaderboard, and skill is downplayed a lot compared to that. So if they could flip the script on that a little bit, because they know that you can always go back and play PvP, right? You can still keep your eyes on the game 24-7, so maybe they can facilitate a mode that's not grind-determined, right? That would be great. Yeah. I, I mean, in the end, it all comes down to what we get out of that mode. Like, if we don't get any rewards whatsoever, only, like, a top ranking, then I don't think anyone will care. Yeah. Well, I'm... I well, one, I'm I'm absolutely certain that those 500 Chrono Crosses they took away from us is going to be in this mode, if not even more intense. Yeah, um, like what if it's the yeah. same rewards as PVP? Like for top 10,000, you get a thousand Chrono Crystals. Then you're compelled yeah. to rank in both PVP and this mode to get 2,000 Chrono Crystals for free every reset, right? No, yeah, I'm I'm thinking, you know, especially because they're putting a leaderboard behind it, we could expect a, you know, a titles. reoccurring resource, multi Z power, and Chrono Crystals yeah, and titles probably. So I oh, know most that, definitely titles. I know that some people, they are in it for the shiny little placards that you can throw on your name when you play PVP or something else. So, if there's a title involved and it's it looks cool, 
even if there are not that many resources, I'm pretty sure that there are some people who definitely want that title. Oh, just because we brought up titles randomly, they need a title for having titles. That way, because we, we, we have so many of them. So if you had a title for getting, you know, 10 top cut titles and you get an extra one for that or oh. completing, uh, if you get the co-op titles saying. completed, you get an extra title for completing the co-op titles you to know, say, hey, I have 50 of these things done. There's right? an, I actually really like that idea. There's an easy way to facilitate that with stuff they already have in the game. Like if you look at those bronze titles we have, they go up to like 20 star. So you could just have your like a star count increasing next to your top cut title for how many times you just have a title it. called the King of Titles, and every time you get a title, it feeds into it or whatever. Oh yeah, like, they should have a title that says Man of a Thousand Titles when you just get and you, like that's a joke. But if you want also recognition for like how many times you've gotten the top cut, they could add that little star counter to it, like they do for like the Fighting God and the the other one that's like a Equipment Master and the zenny billionaire whatever one you know they just, those ones just keep yeah. starring up and that lets you know like okay if someone's using that title and they have 20 stars they've had to put time into the game right that's like equivalency of what that means it's not something you just buy or pick up the game and instantly get so that would be a good way to give some recognition I don't to know. those I, people i still just rock the sausage grill master uh, title Bro, that one goes up to like 20 stars too doesn't it does it? I only have 10 star. Right, yeah, maybe I it was. I think it was one. an, an adventure yeah. title. Yeah, it was like a 10. I was like, bro, if it goes to 20, man, I gotta start getting some sausages. No, no, the oh, no. the best one is sell Nightmare in Broad Daylight. Sounds like Nightmare on Elm Street. Elm Street. <laughs> nah, like I'm rocking the Ginyu Force member title. Gotta represent the boys. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right, so uh. Now it does say. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say real quick. Now, so it does say highest league. That makes me interested to see, like, is there going to be maybe different, like, difficulties of leagues? So, like, maybe if you want to go Whoa. really hard and grind really hard, then there's, like, a top-tier league, and then maybe there's, like, no, it looks like it's gonna league. It looks like it's based off this route that you pick, right? So, like... Oh, okay. No, I, think I think that's going to be how you get your points. If anything, a league system typically is, when it seeds you, it's going to put you with a, a group of 1,000 people that pre-registered for an event like this or as an active account or whatever, and those are the people you compete against rather than a global setup. Oh, are you talking about like the, again, like Doke in the World Tournament, how they have like the local divisions and then the global divisions? That's typically when they have leagues in these kinds of games. It's 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 a smaller set of people that you play against, and then there's obviously the overall scores, but if you uh, win in your league, you get a set of rewards, and then if you win overall, you get a set of rewards. Doesn't mention That's typically the, how these things go. Oh, okay, in the highest league. Yeah, it does mention that word. Yeah, so we'll see about that. Okay, so another way that could be is it's determined off the amount you participate, right? Like the like the battle plans that they do. They have like casual, medium, and, and you know, I play the game a lot, tiers, basically, right? So... Oh, man, that'd be interesting. Maybe but, if you play the yeah, game more casually, cool. it'll put you in like... Because I think of it like Hearthstone, right? Like you start in bronze, and then you move up to yeah. silver, then you move up to gold, then you move up to platinum, then diamond, then, you know, mythic or whatever. Or like even League of Legends has a similar system. Maybe that's kind of how it works. Like basically, the more you play, the better you perform, the game will automatically like, you know, move you up in those, those leagues, those tiers. I, yeah, it's a Japanese game, and they translate stuff funny, so I don't always know how to interpret it. I know this is petty, but I bet we're gonna get a new flair with this system. Something to go next to your name. It can't just be another title. 
Hmm. Like, cause let, let's say you're gonna go crazy, right? You're gonna grind number one of this and of PvP. How do you tell the world you got both? <gasps> I know, right? Um... It's... <laughs> I could totally see a new player coming to the game. I, I, th this is the the same kind of patch that gave us Red Stars and Sinkai. I. I don't think it's just a new game though. There's, there's going to be like UI changes and all sorts of nonsense we're about to see. Yeah, I mean, uh, there were already some some quality of life changes announced, and uh, Prof, I'm pretty sure you're excited about at least one of them, right? Yes, yes, I am. In fact, I'm waiting for it. <laughs> um, I've been barking it on pretty much every podcast. If you guys gave me five seconds, but auto sell fifty items at a time. Yes, please. Um, like, I'm gonna run out of rare metal. Like, Goresh and everybody that summons a ton, you know, complains about how they have endless rare metals. The Just watch, they're gonna run out. Z metals? Yeah, Z metals? Yeah. Because yeah. you're gonna be able to buy, like, 200 items at a time and sell, you know, 180 of them. Keep all your gold slots, roll them, see if you get a double gold or double red or whatever. Sell, rinse, repeat. And they won't have to spend a single Chrono Crystal. They'll use all their, their whaled out, you know, metals and then. Bing, bang, boom. You can see any item in that shop. Even you scroll down that shop and look at all those items and just imagine having six Z's of it and you can make a team out of that, right? So people that summon a ton and have a ton of those resources saved up, this is a huge change. You've been, you're able to do it right now, but it's going to take you hours. With this change, just the auto-click button alone, you're, you're, one, you're saving your joints from pressing it literally hundreds of times. But yeah. you can just go back and forth. Like I'm, I'm going to buy items when this change comes out stash them up in my inventory sell everything that isn't a red slot and rinse repeat until i have about 60 70 reds and then i'm just gonna do item multis of pure red items and see how many uh because you're not going to spend it because guys if you if you go for an item right and there's obviously the legendary triple gold slot s but if you if you go for these items right now and you just kind of mass upgrade it's going to be a waste of chrono crystals if you don't go for the double gold slot before awaken um, and hopefully, because we're hinting at item changes, they just completely overhaul the item system in general. Like, Nas could go on for days, I'm sure, about how much he hates resetting. Oh, I would and love it if this mode didn't involve you having to put equipments on your characters at all. Like, if it's just the synergy between who you pick and how you set them up on the grid and you don't even use equipments, I'll be in heaven. Well, I'm not saying they wouldn't use equipments, but one of the biggest angst in the community is the re-rolling system how awakened items themselves require so much resource and like there's a, a green female warrior item um that i want right now but it's cursed <laughs> the first slot could be either strike or blast and then you have to get a high roll of it right that's just oh yeah you'll get the high roll but it'll be the opposite stat as the one you want <laughs> so you just go ahead and you know find the nearest bridge but it, it's Hey, I, I, hopefully, hopefully this 3.0 patch overhauls the item system. I, I, I bet this is the tip of the iceberg right here for the auto sell because there, there's a lot of, uh, I mean, just understanding which items are better, you know, like how we've complained about shops and how there's items everywhere and you have no idea where to find them. I mean, I, I'm really, 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 uh, I guess. Uh, hopeful that they're going to go much further than just giving me a 50 auto sell button like I, I bet this is just a teaser yeah i mean it's a major update right so major updates usually mean kind of game breaking changes i think i already said that the last time and uh yeah with that i mean what other uh what other uh updates did they already announce there were a couple of other things right 
Uh, they're condensing all of that skip ticket stuff where it, you know, goes through sets of ten and it takes, oh, like, yeah. the same amount of time as before to actually get through it. So they're condensing that so you can skip the skip animation, I guess. That's awesome. Yeah, this was... Uh, that's needed. That's so needed. You also skip can skip the skip animation. <laughs> Literally, Dude, right? It was, it was, it was cool the first two times and then it got so annoying that it took forever. It was cool? Yeah. Like why? Why it blew my mind right now, guys? So go go spend a hundred energy and do freaking skip on the the Zinni stage, and you see empty box after empty box. Yeah, because <laughs> well, yeah, they took out they took out the gold bars that drop. Right, that was the sleeper thing too. Just like they took the energy out. I don't ever see those gold bars dropping anymore. No, that's a weekend thing, man. But um, only on the weekends you get that, the gold that, bars. Yeah, that's a weekend thing. But the regardless, that's not engaging content by any stretch. It's more convenient, sure. But, I mean, that should have been immediately, like, why not just have one universal loading screen if I do a time? Like, yeah. I, I know if you fill up your inventory while you're doing the, the skips, it'll actually just stop mid-skipping. So it hasn't rolled every single skip when you pay for it. It just starts doing it. Yeah, um, it literally does it one one set at a time, like you just yeah, said. Yeah, you're, you're watching it live. And so... Which is dumb because you can go over your equipment limit by a few, like in some cases. Like if you did 10 and the game just determines like, oh, we're going to drop 15 pieces of equipment on this set of runs instead of five. But you only had room for X amount. Like it'll it'll overflow a little bit and you just won't be able to do anything until you get rid of them. But yeah, I don't know. If they could kick it down so it's just that final screen, then... I, th I don't think it would be problematic at all. I like seeing Goku flying around a little Nimbus cloud. I just don't like seeing it ten, ten one, two, three, yeah, ten times. I think the only time, the only thing that was good for was um, when you, let's say you spend 100 energy on Zenkai Krillin, but you actually Zenkai 7 him after 60. Then basically it stops there and gives you back the rest of the energy. And I, I wonder if it was just like a first version where they couldn't find a workaround to implement this cleanly, and now they have. Maybe, maybe I that's what it was. It, it was brought up a couple podcasts ago, and I believe it's probably the case is that a lot of these internal systems in the games are trademarketed, and they can't completely copy another game's skip mechanics. And I, I bet they're having to work around and make their own, because that, that's how it was described in the first place, why it was even convoluted. And I, I bet that has a big deal with it. But, you know, I I agree. It, it, it As Nas pointed out, the game doesn't let you do anything when you fill up your items over full anyways and if you did a 10 skip and you got a ton of items dropped you were able to go over your item limit anyways so the game will just break you until you go and you sell all the items right and there's really no reason uh, well what palm said is actually a quality of life feature in my opinion that you can mindlessly just go grab krillin but if i'm wanting to go grab a bunch of resource really quickly don't don't stop my skips halfway through just consume them all tell me i'm overloaded and don't let me do anything until i fix it Right, and yeah. so that, that, that's I would actually like that a lot better. Yeah, and then if they do that, then they can skip all ten screens, give you one Goku flying on the clown for a fat minute while the game processes, and then bam, here's your final resorts. Yeah, I mean that they would only can, happen yeah. for for adventures, anyways, right? Since uh, not for adventures, for equipments, that's the only thing that breaks you from playing, right? Um, no, there's the uh, like the well, Nas brought up the gold bars. I, that breaks me today. You know, you, you can hit a limit, a limit on the gold bars. And, Damn. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. There's a limit, and then it'll start dropping them in your mailbox and won't let you skip anymore. Wow. Okay. I think there's also, like, a, what, a 10 billion zenny limit or something? Or was that double? Oh. I heard. 
I don't know. I'm just stocking up because, I mean, I use all my zinni and stuff doing 125 races on that plat item and fail. Sounds good. And speaking of skipping, um, they're also adding the option to skip the Zenkai Awakening Summon animations, which Thank is God. a little misleading, right? Because you can already skip the actual summon animation portion of it, but what I think they're alluding to is like where it forces you to look at, oh, yeah, oh you hit Z1, updates. here's all the stats, yeah, and then yeah. it scrolls all the way down the page, and scrolls all the way down the page, and it's like, all the changes. I think that's what it's saying, that they're letting you skip, right? Yeah, I think well, so. Would it be I, that? That's not a summon. Well, but that's part think, of the animation, right? Because as soon as they star up, you get stuck in that, and then you have to, like, wait until all the text loads. I mean, that's... I don't know. Like, I'm trying to... Well, yeah, I it does say summon animation. I don't know. Zenkai anim So, I think that the summon animations for Zenkai is completely pointless. Like, the, you don't watch the Zenkai animations, and you're like, Oh, Red Sky! Right? N nothing <laughs> like that skip, happens. Skip, 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 and skip, so, skip. it's skip, skip. Exactly. So, they just need to have a button to where you, you press it, and it dispenses souls. And I, I, right. I said this for a while, that the summon animation made absolutely no sense with it. And I think uh, the counter that Nas well, it annoys me too, if you're just Zenkai summoning a unit all in one sitting, it is obnoxious to keep going up a rank and then hearing the little Zenkai sounds. But, you know, when you save up those crystals, and, or you've been doing the daily summons and you hit the next level of Zenkai, I mean, it's kind of satisfying. So I don't think they're trying to add a skip feature for a total of 10 seconds of, you know, screen time. But well, you can already skip like the, and I agree with you. First and foremost, it it actually is worse than what you mentioned because if I'm Zenkai summoning and I see like a really banging animation, like if like for example, you know Broly were to come out, I know he can't or whatever because you know it's, it's Legend Limited. But if I saw something like that, it's like friend summoning in Doken, and you got I got the Shenron animation when I was friend summoning in Doken, and that was the only time I ever saw it. It's like a, a kick in the nuts like that, right? Like, this could have been on a banner that would have guaranteed me a new LL unit, but no, instead I got, you know, two stacks of 500 Zenkai power. Like, that's not bad, don't get me wrong. Yeah, that's hype. But <laughs> it's just like the anime, I don't know. It feels like it would be like, I don't know, it would be upsetting to me to see that when it could have been on a brand new character, and instead it's just like, you know, I already have this well, character, I'm just powering him up, so the summon animations don't feel as valuable, I guess. Frankly, in my in my personal opinion, Zenkai should have never been something you summon. It needs its own upgrade page at this point, especially if every unit in the game is going to go through Zenkai. It just needs its own upgrade page. You can have the rotating Zenkais, you can have the stuff you exchange for your Zenkais, everything to grab the materials, maybe there's limited time Zenkais that aren't typically on rotation that you can grab, you know, stuff like that. And it, it, it just, it needs its own upgrade panel at this point, because for the community, you know, we we follow the game every single patch, but a lot of people see these units and like, how the heck do I Zenkai it? Oh, okay, and then they go to the Zenkai page. Oh, he's not there because they don't have him seven star. They give him a seven star. Wait, where is he? Right? Um, like, there, there's that general confusion in the community right now, and they could do away with that immediately if they just had a dedicated area for it. They could walk people through it, and they could see when the units are coming. Well, actually, they probably will never tell us when the units are coming back, but you know what I mean? Like, uh... They already made huge strides with the Zenkai Rush, right? Where they're adding units to it. I think they just added Purple Gohan. And so, if they keep, you know, trickling units into that, then they'll have them all anyway. So, I think we just need that replicated. Just yeah. do it the summons all together. You, you can have paid for stuff. Like, we have the missions tab that consumes your Chrono Crystals. They could have other buttons in the game that take your Chrono Crystals. It just, the Goku Summon animation is kind of silly. 
I mean, I have to say, I'm kind of curious what that haste feature for the adventures is going to be, you know, because it says that you can speed up your adventures. I wonder if it's just like, I don't know, spend more zenny or put five yeah, more units on it or something. Misses. I don't know. I, I'm almost certain it's just going to be spending chrono crystals. Ooh. <laughs> you, you, you press the button, you finish your adventures immediately, you get the rewards you need. I mean, if you need the farm, Zenkai material, or, you know, anything at that point, yeah, you could training. just boom, boom, boom. So I'm kind of, what, yeah. what is this strategizing in PvP will soon be easier thanks to the battle loading screen showing you the character selections of both players. What? So you know how in League of Legends when you're in the loading screen you can see your opponent's team and you can start talking about, you know, what you want to do? Well, you can probably see that before the draft, but um, if you're just playing normal League you can see your opponent's team. I'm almost certain during the loading screen instead of just the, the blank screen, you're going to see three portraits of your opponent's units and three portraits of your units sitting there. And it's yeah. gonna say like versus, and you can think to yourself, "Oh, he's leading with Gohan. Crap! I I I I, I picked Boo or whatever, right?" You think you'd be able to move and them during the loading screen, like their placement? Hell no! No, no, no. Just you can just um, see. I, them. It's basically just because right now, when the game starts, you get the screen drop, and then you can see all three of your opponent's units, and you're kind of like figuring out what you want to do at that moment. I think during the loading screen, what they want you to do is get a game plan because, you know, realistically speaking, you're going to pick your three units, they pick their three units, and you kind of bet the three units they pick, but, you know, sometimes you take a unit that gets completely counterpicked by your opponent just because they took two units you would never expect them to bring in, right? And so you can make that mental adjustment during that loading screen. It's not going to be a big change, but it's definitely a nice quality of life fix. This is going to look cool. <laughs> and I, I, what I hope, I, I think Lucy just said, hopefully you can see their first unit. What I'm really hoping is that it has them in order of it. My opponent, you know, you pick them one, two, three, but on the win screen, it's actually ordered based off how they were positioned in your in your box or how you, you had them actually on your team layout, not how the order your opponent picked them in. And so I'm really hoping that when it puts them up on the loading screen, it's not drawing based off the team order position, but based off how the opponent actually picked the units, because that would let you see into the future on who you're about to fight. Yeah, I kind of, yeah. I kind of hope you don't, because I kind of like the element of surprise there. You know, that you don't. Well, I mean, exactly you're getting that answer. Who you're picking, who your opponent picked first, because that also kind of makes you have to have these like split second decisions once the battle starts. You know, when you go down on the field, and then you see, oh shit, he brought, he brought Fatbu. Is he gonna tackle? Is he gonna blast cart me? Is he gonna wait? Kind of yeah, like that. Yeah, I can see that. Well. Either way, no matter how you feel, if this is a uh, a positive or negative on seeing your opponent's units, it's going to be an ultimately neutral thing for the balance of the game. So it'll be interesting to see how it affects the players' mindsets going into play. But anybody worried about this giving someone an unfair advantage, now it, it's certainly not going to be that. I just wish. And talking about adventures, I am so glad that they finally are giving us the option to delete adventures, right? Wasn't that in one of the other tweets? Yeah. Yes, I believe um, you can remove them. Yeah, I am so glad. I've been waiting for that for so long. Well, I've just. <laughs> you never needed adventures to be deleted. Just make them stackable, make them a resource like every other item in this game. Nobody cares that they're timed. Like, what are you gonna do yeah. with a bunch of extra adventures on you? Ooh, ooh, wee! I can, I can spam forever, guys. Right? It doesn't matter. So if they just keep the adventures stackable, like souls or anything else, and then you consume them when you set off adventures, and then they disappear at the end of events, then it, it, 
there would actually be a reason to go do co-op and farm up the Zenkai missions if you would, right? And then you're maybe you're spamming Zenkai missions for a week, or you could still have them. Ex I don't know how hard that would be for them to program, but no, you're if right. It That's a just good a point. They really item, should be stackable. Yeah, and then and then you'd be fine. You would have never had the issue of needing to sell them. They would just be there and like, oh, I got plenty of these one hours. Oh, I need to pick up some more one hours. Okay, well, buy them and keep spamming. So, I, I don't know. It, maybe there is a reason to keep them timed, but. I can't see a good one. Yeah. What all right. Do you, what do you um, think about I would say I would say we move on, to be honest, just because we have a couple of <laughs> things that we still want to talk about, and uh, time's a taken. Uh, but Nas, you actually can uh, tell us what you expect from tomorrow's video and stuff. Oh yeah, I've kept uh, thumbing through this. I mean, I don't. I think these have become fairly predictable format now. Like this is their digital newsletter, right? And they always like start off talking about stuff that they're doing with the game like what they're able to publicly disclose anyway like what they feel like is you know further enough, well not like dungeon mode and, and guilds anyway because they that was a dropped ball there and them announcing that too early but i think they've learned now and they kind of announced the stuff they're ready to announce so i expect a lot of the stuff we just covered in those previous three tweets or whatever to be a topic of discussion since that's something they've already publicly mentioned i expect them to flesh out more on that i expect them to show the next either all-stars banner or alternatively the legends limited unit that's coming out next and maybe you know someone that's going along with them because they've kind of done either ones they've usually kind of teased all-stars units or the characters that are gonna be legends limited um i expect them to talk about the new game mode uh, basically just 3.0 changes. It says a huge announcement and... And new character I, intro. Yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb and assume the huge announcement is probably not something they've already teased, right? Like, it's not gonna be the new game mode. It's not gonna be... Uh, <laughs> sorry. It's not gonna be anything... Bless you. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> it's not gonna be anything that we have heard already, basically. So, well, the huge announcement, is it new battle system tweaks? Is it something else that's going to be accessible to all free-to-play players? Or is it something that's going to be mostly targeted to spenders? I'm not quite sure. I'm just anticipating something that they have not already teased, right? And again, another opportunity to plug that tomorrow morning we will be live streaming the reaction to this to get all of y'all's you know, initial impressions along with whoever wants to show up. So I strongly encourage y'all to come back here tomorrow morning and visit us on Twitch at about 9.30 uh, a.m. Eastern Time is when we'll be starting. I do believe the broadcast starts uh, 30 minutes later at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else y'all might think they're going to talk about. Feel free to add it. I love dude doing the JoJo pose right here in the background. I will say that. Like, straight up. <laughs> Isn't that hits pose? Yeah, but it's like straight up like Jotaro. If you like come look at them side by side, I think, I don't know if that's where he's getting it from, but. I don't think Jotaro invented pointing fingers. No, at but like the way that his head's cocked, the eyes are looking, the fingers pointing, it's like, it's almost one for one, that Jotaro pose. Like, it looks like he's out for revenge. <laughs> yeah, maybe the, maybe that's yeah, the I... announcement is a collaboration with uh, Jotaro. So it would be near impossible to speculate on who we could see. But I'm really hoping to see some PvP footage with a really weird team on my opponent's team here in a minute when we watch that. <laughs> so maybe a 
maybe maybe a little little scratch to you know itch that uh, we're going to see you know who's coming, who's Zenkai, what teams we're going to be into. It would be I, I cool would... if they decided to do the first year anniversary like teaser where they're doing their showdown, but someone has a team of two or three new characters with like someone super special there too. Dude, yes. Yeah. Like I. I I absolutely love it. You don't need to give me kits. You just need to tell me it exists and, and tease me, right? I would love it if they, they show us a new game mode and during that, you know, during the new game mode, you see like, wait, I don't recognize that Vegeta. I love how you chose Vegeta specifically because everyone still talks about how that Vegeta in the advertisement is, doesn't exist yet and is he new? Is this a new Vegeta? Cell Saga Vegeta? You know what I'm talking about? What? Oh, I said Vegito. Oh, you said Vegito. I heard Vegeta. Look, look at the pose and tell me that that is not Jotaro on screen. On <laughs> his, his finger is pointing down. He's missing the hat. His chin is chiseled. I don't know what this guy's is. I'm pretty I mean, sure that's Hit's pose in the Dokkan art, though. Nah, still hung up on, the, on Jotaro. <laughs> Chat, I'm going to need you to back me up on this. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, what about the other guys? What do you think, Tom? What do you think is uh, going to happen tomorrow? Tom fell asleep. <laughs> no, my mic was muted. I'm stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm hoping. I'm hoping for more GT support, actually, because I'm having fun running the team right now with 17. Um, if we get some more, dude, I'm hyped for that. Brad, what about you? So I'm playing PvP at the moment as well. Um, you always so play be... Legends while we're talking about Legends. <laughs> Well, I Makes wonder sense. why, because we're talking about it, so I'm like, you know, I do kind of want to play for a second. Uh, I'm fighting a Zenkai 7 bar, I can only say. Okay, we're good. All right, well. So essentially, um, I mean, I I'm hype about tomorrow, I really am. I don't think we're going to see anything absolutely insane. Like, I don't think it's going to be, like, game-changing for the actual core game, right? I think it's just going to be the new thing. Did it say there's a character reveal specifically? It says new character info. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, so there's going to be something then with that one. I mean, it's got to be a Legends Limited, I would imagine. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be. I mean, they once did that mini, below that mini video and stuff for launch and Yamcha, right? That's pretty true. And then Shampa and Vados also got one. That's true. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, oh. It, it definitely it makes sense, and it would be a uh, what's it called? All Star banner. Yeah, an All Star banner for sure. That um, that makes a lot of sense. We haven't had one since. Yeah, Who was the last one? Uh, still, uh, still, no, there's DKP still the DKP rolling. banner is still up. That's the oh wait, that's yeah, all. But it leaves yeah, in eight so days no, though. Yeah. So, so that they the normally one, chain into each other. Yeah. Next one would be due on Sunday next week. Makes sense. Yeah, could be eight days, I seven hope, days from now. I hope they're gonna continue GT because a lot of us want you know, that Super Saiyan three kid Goku. It could finally happen, Brad. <laughs> it could. It could fi It could finally happen. I mean, honestly, that'd be pretty heat, though. If it was a transforming it Super Saiyan be. 3 GT Goku, like, I'd be pretty down. I would be happy. I still I, think I it's... I bet you would. <laughs> I mean, it, that would be... Come on, dude. It's it, Dragon Ball related. Let's be honest here. If well, this was a JoJo gacha, I would agree with you. But why would they pose... Well, if it, was any, if it was any other game? gacha game besides Dragon Ball, I would agree. But they don't do collabs. Like, we've seen that. It's so rare. Like... Yeah. I... I 
sub 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 diving into the same topic, do you think it's gonna be something whatever they announce, be it LF or All Stars, do you think it's gonna be something GT related now that we've got Zenkai Super Seventeen, or do you think it's I something think else? so. I think the I think the reign of GT is starting soon. I think what they're they gonna continue this and then the third year is gonna be GT themed. No, I I think that we're getting T O P and then we'll get G T for third anniversary, but like if chat's pointed out, all these poses are from T O P that they're doing. Are and they? So yeah. Yeah. Every yeah, single pose they're doing is that one that I retweeted. Some kid, uh, I randomly saw it, and I was like, "Oh, that every single one of their poses matches up to like Hit, Frieza, but is Topo, that, Vegeta, is that a subtle through. reference by the Dragon Ball art team to JoJo? That is then the question. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> nasty, nasty. People point fingers at each other. But with the head, I will cock, admit like it does look it, like the JoJo pose. I'm not gonna say it doesn't. Even look like even that. chat like, has given you a definitive poll. It was not definitive. It was 51 percent to 49 percent. That is pretty <laughs> close. That That's, is about as definitive as it gets. No, chat has decided. Like 99 percent to 1 percent would be pretty definitive. Bro, elections oh are done on these give numbers. It, who cares? Give it's it a rest. Yeah, give that give that chest a rest, Nas. Either way, I'm not gonna. Let's not read too far into their poses, because let's be honest here. We read the the, the poster with the, um, uh, the the board, the three by three board. We read into Garlic Junior, you know, uh, all kinds of different characters, Tournament of Power, all this other stuff. When in reality, it was plain as day. It was, you know. It I mean, was this just, could be Garlic Junior, though. Can we talk about that? This could easily be. Garlic. Actually, you're okay. right. It could be. It could be Garlic Junior. Right. I heard you He's had to go. That. Right. <laughs> He's the LL I truly want, Garlic Jr. And here we well, go. <laughs> okay, so I watched Gresh's video where he, he, he got his red string out and connected all the dots for this Garlic Jr. stuff, right? Yeah. Was that really a fluke? I mean, that was huh? just us trolling around a little bit, and he thought it would be a good idea. Um, Maybe. Okay. Maybe not. Like, I, I, I had my earphones in, so I didn't look at the graphics he put up on the stream. But I'm like, oh, cool, cool. It's actually happening. <laughs> and then you were like, psyched. Oh, I was never psyched. I was just like, when when the Vegeta came out and everything, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> really? But in all, in all honesty, for update 3.0, I'm hoping that there will be some battle system changes. Just to spice things up a little bit. And maybe they can fix a thing or two. I mean... I think we still have that green card bug, and then, you know, input reading has gotten a little bit, well, a little bit lot worse over time, at least it's what yeah. it feels like to me. You know, just a couple yep. of things where, you know, they can tweak it to make sh sure that the timings are better, and maybe one or two new things, or bring something old back, like Tap Tackle Clash. <coughs> I'm stopping. But, um, I don't know, some <laughs> people say, like, something like an arts card that disrupts a combo or a support item, like, you know, Nasarachi said, you have, like, a support character, Dende, that revise the character or something like this. I think it would be cool if uh, if we would have like some sort of a disruption to the battle system where we would have to, you know, re-explore uh, PvP or just the game itself. I think that would be cool. Yeah, because that would bring a lot of players back in too because the thing that pushes people away the most, I would say, was when in the game gets samey and boring. So mixing it up, get people intrigued again. Everyone will be excited to figure out how things work and what changed and everything. and. I think that would be great for them to periodically just keep doing that, like changing things about the battle system. And Nas, I think I saw you tweet something about this, but we need a connection meter for PvP. Just something small like that would be huge. Yeah, like a ping detection. 
Yeah, that, and it's like, and if it's, let's say it's in the red, and then it maybe if it's horrible connection, it'll give you the option to maybe back out. Or if it's good connection, then you don't get the option to back out and you're forced to play it or something. I don't know, something like that. Yeah. It would be really nice. That would, the easiest way to get that to work would just be to replicate fighters. and Because, like, they don't tell you the name of who you're playing, so it's completely anonymous. All you get is a connection meter. And if it's, like, a certain color, you know they rage quit a lot, right? Well, like, and that's it. Like, so you're going into the match not really knowing too much information about the enemy so that yeah. those things don't influence your decision. Like, you can't be like, oh, this is a whale. I know I'm going to back out, right? Like, right. So you, that'll be all anonymous. So you're basing the entire decision, if you queue or not, based on the connection and their connection rate, like their rate of successful connections, right? Which would just be like, if, if you're queuing in, it'll be like, you know, they'll have, be like a little green or a red icon. If it's green, they maintain their connection in matches, and the ping is good. And if it's red, you know, they rage quit a lot, they disconnect, they draw a hack, they do whatever, so you can avoid that match. But everything else anonymous to not influence your decision. I think that would be yeah one of the single best things they could add to PvP. Absolutely. I'm hoping for a new like a PvP mechanic or adjustment that makes it hard at the beginning, but if you master it, like you have the advantage, like something new. Yeah, something new, mm. definitely. <laughs> Just to spice and it. And I definitely agree with Palm that close range tap attacks should clash with tackle. Like, there's no yep. excuse for them not doing that. Yeah, because if you have your handful of blast cards, even if you do a time stop, you have to vanish unless you don't have one. Yeah, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe I'm the. Uh, uh, I I like it. I'm sorry. I I think that understanding that you can strike lock your opponent and tackle them, is is a playstyle. It is a way of approaching the situation. It is a way of forcing your like Boo, for instance, is one of the most aggressive examples of this, where Boo can come into the field out of cards and tackle you, knowing damn well that your cards are locked. That is a situation your opponent is now controlling. Um, I like it. I'm sorry. I just and I actually, awful, I actually honestly. agree with that as well. That sounds awful. I hate that. <laughs> well, like Vados, for example, you hit you hit somebody. Like for me, I play God Key a lot, and if I hit somebody with the blue card with Vados, I know for a fact their strike cards are sealed, and I have a higher chance of gaining priority with the tackle, unless obviously they time a blast card perfectly or something. But um, yeah, that definitely creates strategies in its own. Now that being said, it. I, I'd be down for, way down for, if tackles could be punished to the last frame. I am so sick of people tackling and then zip right at the very end of it, right? And even though you do the the strike arts. So if, if you want the strike to be a definite answer to tackle, I'm, I'm going to listen to that. But there, due to strike lock being an accessible feature in the game, I have been in a situation where I'm utilizing Strike Lock, or maybe you're using Ultimate Gohan and you lock your Strike, right? I already brought the Boo situation, and there will be more units in the future that will do this mechanic. And as uh, Swifty just brought up, that's one of the things that Vados can do. Once you hit him with the blue card, you know you kind of control the field as far as tackle is concerned. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, however, I also think that, you know, actually timing the Tap Clash is also a skill. And it it, sure. I know that it took me forever to learn yeah. the timing and uh, make sure that I could, you know, don't hit it too early and just tackle into their tackle and get tackled. Can I say tack but tackle? Then, more then, times? When, when does tackle when does tackle have any value now? If if you can do that, because if you can tap me out of my tackle, then why did I ever tackle you? 
It, I, I, it is literally a sucker punch. I am literally hoping that every time you see my tackle, you mess up. Well, then don't tackle. <laughs> still, but then, then you have now I've taken tackle, tackle out of the game. A tackle vanish lot to bait Rising Rush. When the game well, I know, but in, in Palm's world that he just gave you, your vanish can be down and you just tap him out of the tackle. Tackle has no green. You have now just taken that, ex that entire aspect out of the game. And I, I disagree. I, I think that you're you're removing levels by saying I, I want to counter to everything. This is the same people that say they want PV removed. Then you've got to, okay, who has more vanish bars? That, that that's ultimately going to be what decides the game at that point. If we keep making it to where these decisive answers are taken out, uh, I think it's going to be who pre, pre, uh, predicts their opponents better. Because just and because there still could be. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I would say there still could be some room for s skill play in there. Like maybe you can still cancel a tackle with a tap punch. You just have a very tight window of timing where you have to hit it, right? So you can still mess up and it still lends those strategies merit that y'all were just talking about. There's a tiny window where if you're trying to shoulder check me and I punch you in the face right when you're coming in, we just return to neutral instead of, you know, one beating out the other or something. Maybe. I don't know. I can see it from both points of view, honestly. Uh, you're the you're the Switzerland of this podcast for uh, Swift. <laughs> <laughs> There's a special place in hell for people who remain neutral in the times of crisis. No, I'm kidding. But uh, since you just started talking, we have one last topic before we go. And uh, Swift, I think you wanted to speculate a little bit. What's what do you think next uh, month's LF is going to be? Yeah. Um, so basically, the way I look at it is like so. There's certain teams that need help. Um, you know, obviously it's for me, God key needs a red unit. And then you could argue Vegeta family maybe needs more units. Um, you know, there's a, there's a few teams in the meta right Don't now. Don't slander my team like help, that, so. bro. Blatantly slandering <laughs> Vegeta family. No, they're almost they're borderline perfection right now. They don't need anything. They're gonna be busted. They get something nasty. Like. <laughs> Is ZVG in the I'm chat? I'm good. <laughs> Lucy, you guys want to say something? Dude, ZVG won me over, man. He told me to use Vegeta Family. I started using it, and I was like, Yeah, this is amazing. Thank you, ZVG. So yeah. Sorry, Swift. Continue. Oh no, you're good. Um, I mean, it's kind of an open-ended uh, discussion anyway. Uh, but yeah, for me, like, obviously me personally, I want a red God Key unit. But other than that, I mean. It could almost really go either way. You could argue GT needs some love. I mean, so we could, like, kind of like I think Ryuden was saying earlier, um, you know, something, maybe a possible future GT unit could be coming out. I mean, it, it could really go any way with this. Um, what do you guys think? Um, I would. It, <laughs> the way you just kind of cut out right there, you're like, oh, <laughs> Sword of Hope Trunks. Okay, uh, honestly, for me, if. It really is going to boil down to uh, the general theme of what they're going doing. Because we already know when it comes to Legends, they they just stick to one thing. They just keep throwing all the money at that one thing. And then they move on to something else. So if Super 17 is an indication of GT getting some love, then I could see the next month's LF being GT related. I don't know who it would be, but I could see it just being GT related. There's only a handful of moments that actually are worthy hey. of an LF anyways to me. So I could see like Super Saiyan 4 Goku with a Dragon Fist. I could see maybe a Spirit Bomb Kid Goku, something like that. Mm, I want to see uh, I want to see a baby that transforms from his little shoulder padded version to Super Baby 2 LL with the LL having the golden ape like shooting a mouth beam, just decimating you. Obviously, it's just a feature of the animation, so it could work. You know, you don't actually have any giant characters on screen, but that would be dope. But we haven't had a 
good baby unit in a while, and we only have one super baby two unit in the entire game. So I don't even just know, man. I, I run through GT, and I just I don't know, man. Hellfighter seventeen. I don't know who's who else is dope like besides getting another Super Saiyan four. Like, I mean, they could do if they want to do a bad guy. They could do Omega Shenron. I mean, they, I, I know he just got you know, well, not just Rildo? got but the anniversary unit. <laughs> do people like do people like Rildo? Drildo? <laughs> like, is that a thing? It's all Super Saiyan I mean, Four, Shadow Dragons, and Baby and Super Seventeen. That's where most of the hype. I wouldn't is. mind if we got like a free team of the Sigma Force. They wouldn't do that. That's a lot of coding for characters that mean absolutely nothing to the overall thing. But that'd be cool, I guess. What about the Paro Paro brothers and their attack would be dancing? Yeah, that, I mean, well, okay, we already have Pycon, so we don't really need another dancer. But then you can have Pecan, a full squad. So. Pecan. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you, you could have an entire squad of dancers. Exactly. I don't know, just give me Super Saiyan 4 Goku. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'll take another I, one, I, I guess. I, why, why not just Zenkai Red Rail, though? Because he's going to be the true god. He's actually not even terrible. It's just his Z ability sucks, but he does a lot of damage with his super. Like he's he's bad. He's like he's like D tier, but he could be a lot worse. Let's put it that way. <laughs> now, if we're talking GT units, what about Oceana Shenron? Now, I don't know if she would be hype enough for an LF unit, but I really would like to see Oceana Shenron in the game. It would be for GT and obviously female warriors. Um, I think it, they could really make that a cool unit. She, she could Sound be dope, yeah. For a normal, for a normal, not an LF, but a normal unit, yeah. She could be cool. Yeah, definitely, probably not an LF. Definitely. Did probably. someone say oop already? Oop. Oop. It'd have to be for an LL. It'd I have mean, to be mod be cool. though, right? Like you need mod yeah. for an LL. Yeah, Mustache that could Gajita. be a good one. I still don't know if they would LL him this early on because there's more hype units they could make more money off of. So I don't know if they would put the time in deving out an LL Maju before they did like LL Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta, but uh, maybe. I know. I well, money-wise, money-wise, they they have to do the SSG4s. Like, I don't think anything else sells as good as them. Like, I think they could do a great. Legends Limited uh, transforming kid Super Saiyan 3 Goku into Super Saiyan 4 Goku transforming unit. That would be really dope. It'd be also like the first character in the game that actually has like two completely unique character models for one character. So that could be kind Wait, of... Wait, isn't... Uh, I mean, it's it's not, air quotes, completely unique, but the God Vegeta. That's just a recolor of his hair, and though, right? Final Form Cooler. He is one. Yep, you have Final Form Cooler. That one is. Easy. But those are completely. I, that's what I'm saying. Like air quotes, not completely different. But he gets buffer, and I guarantee you, it doesn't stretch out. That's a completely different model. I'm oh, sorry, slimmer. I think, right? Could get golden cooler. But Gorash uh, would be happy. Golden cooler is actually really cool. Yeah, I don't GT even care for like all cooler. the heroes, but. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even. I'm honestly to finish out my like. What, what do you think, or what do you want to come next? I just want them to start closing loops, like, because once they finish with, like, the vanilla versions of everything, that's when we can get to some more really imaginative stuff, right? So we need to finish the GT loop, like, do Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta, finish all the GT stuff so that you can go back and start revisiting stuff with cooler versions of them. Like, finish Super, that would in in entail finishing the Goku Black arc, you know, finishing the end of the T.O.P., uh, and then maybe some more love for Dragon Ball since they started kind of doing that. I, I could love, I could see some love for that too. And then once all those loops have been closed, then we can come full circle and you know get more units that are updated with new mechanics. Yeah, I mean, if the poses were any indication of the tournament of power, I could think of uh, 
Super Saiyan Blue Evolution Vegeta or like a God of Destruction Topo. I'm just not sure Both. if that Vegeta yeah. wouldn't be anniversary worthy, maybe, instead of just quote unquote like a monthly LF. But I think that would be cool. Yeah. And then also Dante just said MVP 17. I think lots of people also have him on the on the list somewhere. They put in a transforming Kefla. I would go on the fusion team. Fusions always sell well. Terminal power. But that would be mm. stupid hype. No, no, let's not. No more Keflas. <laughs> <laughs> she has blast armor and her blast cards nullify blast armor. I'm an SSJ2 fan and I love legendary Super Saiyan. And then Kefla has both. So no, that's I think Kefla's cool, but it's like not this Kefla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not out there. I'm not this one. <laughs> All right, I think we can uh, we can leave it at that and uh, close the podcast for this week. Thanks everybody for coming out. Thank you for the I think level three hype train that we had, and uh, thank yeah. you V three Q Vegito I guess uh, for your uh, fourth month prime. Do we have any other subs you want to read out real quick, Nas? Or uh, it was uh, GN gifting out a whole bunch of subs throughout the entire process of the podcast and Lay Layuni. Subscribe for three months with Prime. Uh, Peace late 28, three months with Prime. We appreciate both of y'all very sincerely. And what I think GN gifted like, like eight subs over the course of the whole podcast. It's one, one, five, and okay, so seven subs he gifted. So we appreciate all of y'all in that regard. Um, that's about all for the uh, for the shout outs. So wrap yeah. her up, Pom. So thanks everybody for the support and as always Twitch Prime is not a crime. Make sure uh, to check out our YouTube channel. The podcast will go live in about 24 hours from now on our YouTube channel. Follow us on our Twitter to stay updated with any videos and streams that we will pu publish and make sure to check out all our creators. Give them a follow. You'll definitely not regret that. We have Tom and Prof over here grinding it away on Twitch. We have uh, Brad. Ryudin and Swift mostly being active on YouTube and Nas. I think you're more active on Twitter than anything, right? Twitter and Twitch five five nine five nine Twitch and my own personal Twitter. Those, so are, those are where I speak, I lurk these days. Speaking of five nine Twitch, what's coming up today? Uh, on the schedule, I believe it's going to be Trueforia at four p.m. and then uh, either Genshin or whatever Gale and Troco want to stream at seven p.m. I believe Troco has been playing some other stuff, so I think that just determines on whether Gale shows up. And then uh, I might be back, or Truth, or Gresh, or Nate. We have Overcooked, a ton of other little fun things we can do. And that's going to be 10 p.m. or after. So whole day, whole day of fun, right, coming up. So, And then again, it's another opportunity to plug that tomorrow morning at 9.30 a.m., we will be starting our live reaction coverage to the video and stuff. It is tomorrow morning, the 29th. At 10 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, Eastern time. 10 a.m. is when it starts. We'll be going live 30 minutes early. So if you are available and you want to share in the hype and or disappointment, we don't know yet. Probably hype, though. If you want to share in that, be sure to come check us out here tomorrow morning. No. It's very Even if you're in class, dude, just tell your teacher, hey, man, uh, I actually need to be watching Five Nine. So. Yeah, tell, tell the teacher to stream it. Just tell them pull down yeah, the projector. Yeah, put it up just, on the projector. Yeah. They gotta the have a USB-C no, no, no. port nowadays. Like, if you're in your school, go to the computer lab, 
and hit that on every single desktop exactly. you can find. Need the views, guys. That's it's perfect. perfect. <laughs> Beat up your principal and then just play it over the uh, the, the, the the loudspeakers for the whole class. <laughs> there you go. Nah, still oh, I'll give you a shout out if you do that. A lot of the chat is saying they're on spring break right now, so that could be very good. If ever oh, just end your spring him. break, go back to school, and then just play it for yeah, every Yeah, just go to the school for like a couple school. hours. It's not going to be that long, really. Yeah. And if you have well, ask your friends and family members if they have extra primes, because, you know, prime is not a crime. And That's they true. themselves could sub to five. They're all adults. They got to have prime. Come on. Yeah, and if you are an online class, make sure to screen share, okay? Like, sharing is caring. <laughs> uh, worst case scenario, we'll also have the VOD available. So even if you miss it, you can go back and rewatch it later just to uh, catch yourself up, right? And uh, if if we're going to play Overcooked chat, it'll be after 10 p.m. Eastern tonight. 10 or 11 p.m. So that might be a thing tonight. Maybe. We don't know yet. I don't know what Truth's intentions are. Sometimes he just shows up and takes over, right? So we'll have to see. All right. And with Sometimes. that said... Um we're going to sign off. Have a great rest of your week. I hope we will see you all tomorrow for the reaction of video and stuff. And if not, we'll see you a week from now on the next podcast on 5Lane Gaming. Take care, everybody. Sharing is caring. Prime's not a crime. We're out. Bye, guys. Yep. Peace out, Enjoy everyone. Bye. Go check. Bye-bye. Go, ch go, go check out our uh, Reddit AMA with 5Nine uh, on YouTube. Just went up the other day. Three hours of fun.